LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 226. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And over here... And, go on, go on, sorry. it's all you. And I'm, I'm Scarlet Scarlet Rapsy, and here with me we have Jared. Say hi, Jared. Hi, Jared. I thought you were done training him. <laughs> I like messing around. It's fun. Yep, Jared from Charlotte Rhapsody here as well in the hot sweatiness that is Boston. Boston. Hmm. You know what, Scarlett? Maybe you should have read the fine print on the service contract for him. That's eh, all right. You <laughs> <laughs> can handle it. There you go. There you go. See, I didn't know if you knew your timing to come in. I was going to introduce you, but I'm like, wait, hey, she got it. Let me step back. Let me step out of this. And I, we, we've been like just doing some um, podcast back, backlog for the past um, couple of um, days um, after Anime Expo, and we all, we're also going to be recording our Otakon podcast later this week, too, so we've just been like in podcast recording mode for the past couple of days or so, so. so our it, natural environment. <laughs> so, in other words, when, when y'all got home, when you closed the door, the red light went on in front of the door, and it said, on air. And it never uh, came off. Pretty much... It was if you count like us just kind of like just like napping and um just kind of like bitching about the silver line going home. Yeah, that was a mm. fun trip. But thank thank goodness for Uber. Hey, Uber's a good thing. It is. They are. Okay. Um, we are live tonight, week of July 20th, 2015, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays night, 30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at two. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can also head on over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. There's an IRC link on the site. You click on that, your default chat will bring you right into the chat room. Come on in. The water is fine. Check-ins are now live, so earn those awesome Vogue points. Don't forget to swing by the forums, because every week we post our summary of each podcast, and we want to hear from you. All right, and let's see what's going on in the chat room now. Evidently, um, Marco, you got some splaining to do. I know, evidently, there's a worldwide hentai shortage, and that's because I bought it all. No wonder your ass is always broke. Yeah. Worldwide, yeah. Uh, at least I still have my my limited collection edition of The Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> so you can't oh, have that. <laughs> uh, Speaking of um, Overfiend, we actually met uh, Toshio Maeda at Anime Expo. He had like a booth and all set up and you can just go up to him and you can like just chit chat with him and buy some exclusive uh, printer from him or get a commission um, exclusive drawing from him. And he speaks perfect English too, which is funny. I would actually get a commission print of him drawing me as Amino Jakku. That I would do. <laughs> I was surprised to find him at NYCC one year, and I just gave him a high five. Well, maybe he got the word through the now defunct Central Park Media. It's possible. Mm. 
Has anyone ever picked up the rights to his old, uh, the, anim the anime is based on his old mangas? I have no idea. Wouldn't surprise me if it's, if it's sitting in um, Media Blaster's um, st stocks. I could find out. I know people. <laughs> it's in their archive somewhere. Because it's vital that we know if La Blue Girl is available. Well, if you know where to look. If you know what I'm saying. What, you mean like my DVD collection? <laughs> that too! <laughs> now the question is, animated, live action, or both? Oh, I forgot there was a live action of that. The live action is creepy, I'm sorry. Yeah, I bet. I I've never seen that. I, I don't really want to. It sounds creepier than anything else. Uh any of the other um, mediums produced on it. Let's just say that it's a lot of pipe and hoses and Vaseline. Ew. I don't like the way any of those sounded. Yeah, yeah. See, my, my live action hentai of choice would be Angel of Darkness, but hey, I have a fondness for the actual hentai series itself. And if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, I do believe with all the hentai talk, we're breaking poor Sarah Ackerman's ears. Remember, boys and girls, there are no virgin ears on this show. And if you say you are, we call shenanigans. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Uh-huh. What? I didn't say anything. Uh-huh. I did not say anything at all. Nothing you wouldn't have said. Nothing I probably haven't said. There you go. All right. Let's go ahead and start things off with our weekend day. Uh, Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Otakon was my week. So Obviously I've heard. we're going to get into that. But uh, other than that, it's just been mostly work. Oh, okay, that's good. I got paid today, which is good because I I managed to stay under budget. Well, managed to stay within my budget for Otakon. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt to actually have money on hand just in case shit goes wrong. True that. True that. And my friend talked to me last and the other night about probably starting up his own D&D &D campaign because... D&D version 5 of uh, 5th edition already came out and... Should I be worried? No, not really. Though, like, and through a... And someone already scanned all the uh, manuals to uh, Adobe well, you, PDF forms and You he can said, get a lot of... I don't mean to interrupt, Ari, but you can actually uh, download a lot of those. Uh, just, yeah, I already did. They, they have them on the site, not on the site, but whatever. What... Sell, sold through uh, TSR, whoever uh, has the rights to dra uh, Dungeons and Dragons right now. They just digitally release those because it's I just easier. Wizards did, or Hasbro. Maybe, maybe it's Wizards, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but it, one of the things he told me as I was telling him all different uh, player stories, some of the more absurd and insane ones, is that <clears throat> pardon me, they've toned down the stupid alignments. You know, the, the lawful stu Huh? The stupid alignments? Yeah, lawful stupid 
uh, chaotic, stupid, stupid good, stupid evil. The, the, the things that and the, the, the things about your character and their class that make you do usually stupid shit. I always felt the alignments were more of guidelines and not an absolute rule, but that may have just been how me and my friends played. You know, like, if you're playing as lawful good, you generally want to do the right thing, but, you know, if you have to lie to escape some dude, you're willing to do it because why get decapitated for telling the truth? Yeah, that, that's what was more like for uh, paladins, especially. Where, yeah. uh, My friends did not put in the penalties for breaking your alignments because they they're didn't, like... They oh, didn't, they didn't real life, that's not how it to make your, your, your paladins fall or become oathbreakers. Yeah. Oh, good, because... One of the examples to get, you're not gonna do like say, if you're coming up against the wizard version of Hitler and I go Voldemort, you know, yeah. like right, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna fall just not because you didn't throw yourself in the path of something that'll kill him, and then he tried to shut the shot. I'll save you, Hitler, in a very heroic voice, but broke down in hysterics halfway through. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, when I think of lawful good, and I know some people are going to argue with this one, but you can all shut up. I think of Goku, you know, he will give that villain a chance if the villain's wounded and dying. You know, the, the Frieza scene is a great example of this. Frieza's wounded and dying. Oh, spoiler, Goku defeats Frieza. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm going to die if I don't have any energy. And Goku's like, oh, here's a little energy, you know. I'll, I'll, throw some, I'll show some pity for you, even though you tried to kill me and you did kill one of my closest friends. And then Frieza immediately tries to attack him, and he finishes Frieza off. Or supposedly, obviously, Frieza's been brought back from the dead twice now, so... I, I, uh, I know the scene. Yeah, so I, that's how I feel a paladin is supposed to act. It's it's not the, I uh, can't let anyone die, and I can never lie, and blah, blah, blah. I'm, uh, how, dare you J how dare you jaywalk? Taste my steel, fiend! Yes, it, or that extreme, too, of the, like, every minor crime I must avenge. Yeah. I see them as the, I'm here to stand against evil, and even if a villain is wounded and begging for help, I will stitch them up if I have the ability to do so. I will give them a healing potion I if I have one in my arsenal. I haven't looked at it all yet, but I'm pretty sure that some of the O's that make you take are wildly different. But uh, anyway, that's how yeah, shit rules. was going yeah, for me. Rules. Oh, okay. Awesome. Eh. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, my week was kind of boring. Mostly just work and work. Uh, but today I finally got to hang out with somebody. I got to be social. I'm so excited. And because I'm PMSing, I got a shit ton of chocolate. I didn't need to hear that. <sighs> it's Mako-chan. You're going to hear it regardless of how you feel. <laughs> She's like, fuck your feelings. What? It's something that you know, everybody has to go through because don't tell me that men don't PMS. You've known me long enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. And, uh, my friends officially invited me to be part of her wedding party. Woohoo! So now I get to think about uh... All of that fun stuff for next year. Also, as an aside, when I imported all my pictures and videos of Otakon, they, they, it automatically rotated everything. That's a good thing. Yep. 
Okay, we're gonna br uh, break things up a little bit. Alright, Scarlet and Jarrett. What's up? How y'all been since the last time you're all on the show? Oh, yeah, that's a really good question. When, when was the last time we were on the show? Oh, boy, that was a while Like, ago. last Otakon? It was, was like, last Otakon or AAC or something like that? Yeah, maybe AAC. I really, I really don't know, because I know we've done some crossover shows with Boston mm -hmm. Bastard Brigade, but um, to answer your question, how was your week, how was your day? Well, Otakon was last weekend, and um, let's see, um, came back from Otakon and um, just started doing some backlog on the Anime Expert Report, and also finally get our Katsukon report up, It's uh, that's also been getting some backlog here and there, so... I feel you on backlogs. Yeah, I mean, usually I'm not this, uh, I'm not so much a slacker on this, but, like, real life happens, but, um, stuff will be up, that's all I can say, but really glad I was able to get the Otakon photos up, um, last night, so we're getting quite a bit of hits and traffic on the Scarlet Rhapsody, um, of fan page thingamajigger on Facebook, and, um, this Friday, Jared and I are going to do Trivia Night uh, in Boston, and I'm um, just hoping to win some big money. Ooh, if you win, make sure I collect my 10%. Whatever. Um, hey, come it's, on, it's, it's a Negro fee, come on. It's Trivia Night, and last time our team won um, place, so we're hoping for more big money. <laughs> uh oh, speaking of trivia, have you seen that new show on sci-fi, uh, Geeks Who Drink? Actually, their organization, they actually do have a couple of um, events, like, in our... It's made up of people who watch Heroes of Cosplay too much. Oh, Not really, no. Hey, I blocked that show from memory. Thanks for bringing it back. You said cosplayers who drink, and now it's the logical conclusion I made. Hmm. I said geeks who drink, not cosplayers who can't handle their booze. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. Okay, moving right along. Well, Jerry, were you? Did you? Did we cover? Oh, well, I mean, she covered most of it. I mean, it's mostly been Otakon and the craziness leading up to it, just trying to get all things in order, and then trying to get back to real life, which is, ugh. Humid. But it's. I have had about enough of humidity. Humidity needs to stop. I have decided this. I have is my decree. We will find a way to stop humidity because I am done with humidity. Vote Jared for president. He'll get rid of the humidity. I will get scientists on this, folks. We will solve this problem. Because that's go. how science works. Uh -huh. Yep. Okay. My weekend day has been the usual, you know, work and getting more stuff planned out and prepared for International Sailor Moon Day. And then, let's see. I'm trying to think, did I even go out this weekend? No, I did not. I, I thought you went to the movies. Oh, that's right, I did go to the movies. I saw Pixels. I liked it. And I will say this much. If you're the older generation of gamers, you're going to enjoy the film. Adam Sandler did not screw this up. Well, it's directed by Christopher Columbus, so at least you have that as kind of like a... something to make you feel a little more confident. Yep. But... Most of the reviews haven't been particularly nice to that movie. Yeah, because everybody is, sh is shitting on Adam Sandler. Because I'm just like, cut the guy slack on this one. It was good. And also on Sunday, I finally retired my old desk of ten long years. 
me and my bro, we went to Ikea and I went out and got a brand new desk. And it's the way I want it too because my tower fits underneath the desk. That was the most important thing. I got a couple extra pieces I didn't need so I took those back. And now I have like the... What they call this? I have like one of those funny um, European names. Yeah, Swedish names. Signum. It's the... um. It's the uh, cord holder. That's what it is. I think mine has has that um, the cord holder too because um, our desk is also an IKEA desk yeah. for our um, main computing stuff. Is it a is yours a pre built one in the kit or you put yours together separately? I put mine together separate yeah, uh, separately. That's what I did because I liked the desks that they had laid out, but it was just too small and it's not the way I wanted it. So next week. I'm going to go back. I'm going to get the rolling cart. So I'm going to have it to put my printer on, all my, put all my papers and stuff away. So I have a nice, neat uh, work area. Emphasis on nice and neat. Well, let's see how long that nice and neat lasts. I know, right? Look, when I, got, when I did this Sunday, I'm still working on photos from Anime Next. I'm like, I don't want to shut down and disassemble all the cables and reassemble shit. So, I I, assemb I assembled the table, put it in front of the old table, and started migrating stuff piece by piece. So, everything is kind of the way it should be. My, after I get that little uh, cabinet, I'm going to get a monitor prop and set it up so I can focus all three of my speakers right in front. So, that should be even better. Look pretty good when it's all put together. Yeah, I figured once I'm done with the anime next photos, I can actually shut down, put a light on down here, unhook all the wiring, put the rack up, and just properly wire everything so it looks nice and neat. All right, and now that we got that out the way, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back. We're going to talk about Otakon 2015 from day zero to day four. I mean, day three. And if time permits, we'll get into some of the news and some information from Otakon. All right, then. Okay. So, uh, we'll be back.
ちよって明日を欲しがるけど君が目指した汚れなきその強さで僕を壊して
All right. Now that we got that out the way, let, let's go ahead and break down. Break off down. Whoa, 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 whoa! What was that? Whoa. I'm hearing echoing. Hello. Hello. Yo. Now bad. Hello. Hello. Okay, who's on okay, speakers? That's probably us, because we're sharing a microphone. Um, how close how are you close speakers to your speak the microphone to your speakers? Uh, ten inches. Um, let me see something real quick. Well, there really isn't much I could do on my end my to adjust end. that, but you might want to turn down your speakers a little bit. Sure thing. Okay. Okay, that sounds a little bit better. Alright, perfect, perfect. No echoing at all. Alright, are you ready to talk Oticon stuff? Alright, yes. Sure. Let's Let's start it from day zero. Y'all getting there, what you did, and all that cool stuff. Let's start with Ari. No, I left directly after work. I took a little side trip to get some lunch and do a little grocery shopping because, you know, Eating at all the restaurants down there constantly would be incredibly expensive. Though, to be honest, I spent mo most of my meals, the few meals I had eating at the uh, Subway or the Jimmy John's. Mm hmm. I love Jimmy John's. Mm hmm. But yeah, I get down there, have some issues checking in because I had some, like, there was a, uh, I guess, lapse, I guess, in communication. I didn't know whether or not uh, like I'd be able to check in properly or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, funny... I, yeah, I, yeah around, around what time was that? Uh, like 6.30 or so? Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was no big deal. That was all taken care of. That's right, that's right. I was sitting, I was sitting here at home handling stuff. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. Also, I kind of panicked... When that happened, because I, you know, they wanted to try and charge me the full, the full amount for the uh, entire for everyone. Mm-hmm. And well, that because like, I didn't have any whole lot of money in my bank account, and the only card I really have was my debit card, so that would have completely screwed me over if that happened. Yeah, but look, yeah, see, this is what happens. People don't check the fax machines like they're supposed to. It's supposed to, it's supposed to check it and apply it to whatever it's whatever room or reservation, you know? Jeez. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what else? Uh, also because of, you know, the circumstances of getting there and me almost having a panic attack in the room, I wasn't able to get my pass the uh, first day, my press pass. It just meant I had to uh, come in early at 8 o'clock and uh, pick it up. Mm. Okay. Now, Ascar, were you the ones who uh, got there before everyone else, or was that somebody else? Uh, yeah, we got there before everyone else because um, what I w was going to mention er earlier is we had an early flight out of Boston. That was a horror story in itself. We'll get into that later. Um, we ended up, um, uh, Ronma had my name on the uh, on the room first because he knew that I was going to be checking in um, uh, checking in early. So ended up um, checking in the room. Um, 
got everyone's hotel keys and just kind of like just had that set and ready ready to go. So I, I'm just guessing like there was miscommunication and if anything was complicated, I I, I apologize on behalf of everyone. I feel bad. We're now. not blaming you. At least I'm not. It's all good. Um. And yeah, that night I was really unable to get any sleep. I was kind of like laying in bed with my eyes closed, which I really hate doing. Because it like completely screws me over. And I ended up getting up at like 5.30 just so I can head down to the pool. Mm-hmm. Which opened at 5. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, no one else was in except like one guy who only hung around for a little while. How was the pool? Yeah, it was alright. It looks like a lowercase i or an exclamation point, depending on who your perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just swam for a little while and came back and, you know, got showered and dressed and all. Alright. <clears throat> okay, now let's move. Now that was pretty much day zero. So, did y'all hear about the um, issues with registration? Oh, yeah, um, that the line was all the way around the convention center twice. Christ. Yeah, we saw the line that was just kind of looping around the convention center, just kind of walk past by. I didn't know if registration were having issues at that time because uh, we went out, we wanted to pick our bat, pick up our badge, and just probably explore around Inner Harbor. Because usually when we go to cons, um, especially if they're like out of our general area, we just kind of like to take spend day zero just kind of exploring the city. But we weren't aware if they had registration issues again this year or anything like that. Just like, oh, this is quite a line. Carry on. Well, I can tell you this. I do know from what people were saying, the same issues that happened last year happened again this year. Yeah, that's the the what I the word I was hearing around the con. I mean, I don't know if it's true though because I didn't get any uh, confirmation from any staff. Same here. I got confirmation for last year, but I do know a couple people who I can like poke and inquire to. But I have a feeling that it is. Now. You would think that you would learn from your mistakes last year. And one nope. thing yeah. And one thing about staffing a convention, no matter what your skill set is that that can work with the convention, ninety nine percent of the time you'll be sent to another department where your skill set doesn't really work. If you don't believe it's an odd way of promoting people. I know. I staffed as one conven- I staffed as one convention yeah, I do IT. I was in karaoke, and I'm just watching the others just making a mole out of all this. I'm like, there are easier ways of doing this, people, but I'm not in this department. I mean, they should have. What they should have done was just turn off. They should disable the Wi-Fi spots, like right, right, right along that area or something like that. That's what they should have done, or at least throttled the speeds down over that. So. Yeah, I'm curious as to how much control they have over that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, they're the ones using it. They can at least talk to the IT guys and see, and see you know. That's but, true. Yeah. But as I was saying, you know, um, to some, I was saying this to somebody before. Um, I re- Back in the day when we started going to conventions, there was always the long line 
to to register for the con, you can just walk right in, pick up your um your pre reg badge and go. Due now to, it seems like the opposite of that is happening. It is the opposite. Because of technology, it's so much quicker to register do the pre register the, the pre register and stuff. It's like, okay. You can either pay fifty dollars in advance and wait about an hour for your badge, or you can pay sixty five dollars and walk right through. Well, didn't they end up having? Because I know at least one of our colleagues got his badge sent to him. Didn't they have that yeah. option this year? Yeah. Here, now, here's the thing: badges were ninety bucks. If you wanted it mailed to you, ten dollar processing fee. If you ah. wanted to pick it up on site, it was a hundred dollars. And I already heard people were already pissed the fuck off that it was a hundred bucks for a badge. Yeah, I'll admit that is a little absurd. Well, I mean, like maybe what? when it moves to uh, DC, it'll come down a little bit. Uh, hopefully, and at least we don't have to worry about an attendance cap. Hmm. Yeah, but attendance was down this year, anyways. Oh, I heard. I've heard that. That's like the first time I've ever heard of a convention where, after several years of it, the attendance going up, it goes down. Well, I, th- I think what hurt it is the riots and stuff that happened earlier this year. I think there were people out of staters who were like, "Uh oh, I better stay away from Baltimore because clearly that's going to keep going all the way through the end of July." Um, because people get that way about like back in the day with Anime Expo when there was some crime going down in. Um, in downtown LA, when it initially moved there, there's always been a little bit of crime there. Or the Laker riot? And the Laker riot and stuff. And then people were like, I don't know if I should go to Anime Expo. It could still be dangerous. And we're like, you're an idiot. So, uh, but there are people who are idiots. Idiots do exist. And so never discount that 4,000 or so idiots for like, uh-oh, it might still be dangerous. I also know people who didn't weren't really feeling um, Otakon this year because, again, um, badge price. And also, I've also the lack of one-day passes. And someone pointed out to me that this is like a really hard con to commute to if you're local, because they someone pointed out to me there's not a lot of um, space to park, and that Baltimore transit system, it's it gets kind of sketchy even during the daytime. Well, yeah, I kind of I I believe that it's like when Comic Con, the New York Comic Con, ends at ten o'clock. People are like, well, why can't it go longer? I'm like, you really want to be on this side of town after after ten o'clock at night? Are you, you really want to? Okay. If they can't find you the next day, hey, you know, it's all good in the hood. That's the way I look at it. I mean, and, and I guess the way Baltimore's laid out, it's like optimum to either mass transit in or drive in, whereas New York City, you're kind of crazy to drive in unless you're a vendor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I managed to find a good uh, parking garage uh, about a block away or so. I think the same one I used last year. Because I'm not. Because like, even when I was checking out, it was, you know how they let you hold your luggage for you? Right. If you need to. They were all full. And I said, like, I like talking to the guy, like, yeah, we're full in here. They're, we can't take anymore. I'm like, Ugh, fine. You know, I'll just walk it over to the. I was just walking over to the garage and stuffing in there. He's like, and he was like, you, you, like, "You're not parked in the hotel's uh, parking lot." <laughs> yeah, like, have you seen the prices? And I just you know, kept walking. Okay, 
Alright, now let's move ahead and let's get let's get the party started with day one Friday. Uh, what did we right. do on Friday? <laughs> was it was it kinda that much of a blur? It was a Friday was nice, um, because I think it allowed everyone to kind of begin the morning how they wanted to begin the morning. You know, Ari, you know, as I mentioned, he went to the, the pool, uh Scarlet here went to the gym, I slept in, sort of so it was, it was kind of nice on, on that regard, but there was still plenty to do on day one. You know, I ended up uh, hitting up a couple panels and even going to the Pokemon gathering because I needed to show off my Meowstic. I do not get to show that off too often. Okay. He's been trained well. Very, very good. I, didn't, I must have missed the uh, Pokemon meetup. It was sometime like, I want to say like during 6 o'clock. Uh, we found this out like not too long before the con um, as we were just plotting out our cosplay um, schedules for, for Otakons. Like, oh, there's a Pokemon meetup at like 6 o'clock. Okay, I guess you could bring Mailstick and like, stay in Love Live. I, I went to the Love Live um, cosplay meetup that was like earlier in the afternoon. Um, it's Typically they usually have it like at 1 o'clock and I was up in the balcony and I was like, I was crazy enough to be Nico in her full school uniform, so that's three la layers, the button-up blouse, cardigan, and blazer in the blazing Baltimore heat. I don't know how I pulled it off. It's Actually, it wasn't that bad. It was only like in the mid-80s, and the humidity wasn't all that like, yeah, all Day bad. one was pretty decent for, for the weather. It just, because um, that was day two when you wore the uh, school uniform, wasn't it? No, it was day one when I wore the um, Nico school uniform. Okay. So yeah, it, it just it it builds up on you. That's what I, that's what we learned because I was wearing uh, Eisen from Bleach in the morning, and when we were walking outside, I'm like, oh, this isn't too bad. And by the time we get back uh, from Shake Shack, I'm like, oh god, I, I'm dying. It's it just adds up on you. It's, it's there was a Shake Shack there. Yeah, there's a Shake Shack um, a couple blocks up, right across from um, the Barnes and Nobles, and yeah, um, their what was their flavor of the day? I was a like. It was like a raspberry from fromage vanilla or something like that. It basically tastes like raspberry cheesecake. It's pretty awesome. Omelette du fromage? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just called it raspberry cheesecake is what they should have just called it. Because if you're putting in like the fromage du lait or something like that. And I was like, well, I know that that means cheese. So this is some sort of raspberry cheese you know what, why not? I'll try this. And I'm like, oh, it's raspberry cheesecake. You just could have said raspberry cheesecake. Hmm. It was really good, by the way. I highly recommend that raspberry cheesecake flavor. Well, I guess I'll have to check it out next time I hit up Shake Shack, then. Yeah, it's, a, it's a flavor of the week I'm trying to lose weight, so uh, I will probably stay far the hell away from it. It's a good thing to have, like, once in a while. Like, I know, like fries, a burger, and a shake is like 1,300 calories, but like, eh, it's just something I can have like once in a while, so we made it as a lunch type thing for Friday just so we can get like our daily calories in. Yeah, that 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 meal will last you to dinner um, and, and last you through most of dinner, too. I think for dinner we just did something small, didn't we? We just did ramen. Yeah, so we didn't need that much for dinner because we had that lunch, which is kind of nice, actually. I know we I've had uh, crackers and peanut bars for everyone. And for that was really nice of you. I had packed some uh, crackers and fruit stick, uh, little fruit uh, gel stick things, and and I left everything behind because our uh, alarm problems and rushing out the door. 
I totally forgot any of the snack foods. So your bringing of granola bars and stuff was a lifesaver. Thank you. You know that's it's, it's something we've learned to do because of the food prices in the areas we tend to be at for the cons. And don't even get me started on the fucking vendors in the convention. Mm-hmm. That's fucking usury. What that happened? Million dollar burgers. Huh? Million dollar burgers. I ended up getting something, I think, late, like, think Friday night, just because I was hungry and didn't want to get get another uh, Jimmy John sandwich. I just figured, ah, this won't be too bad. Uh, you know the uh, the little uh, food vendor on the third floor, the 300 level? Yeah. They had a special hot dog and a chips, which were, which I don't know how long they were spending under the goddamn heating lamps. <laughs> And a drink, which is either a bottle of water or a bottle of soda. Ten goddamn dollars. Jeez. And if you're hungry enough, you're like, fuck it, take my money. Yeah, I've, I've had a moment really like that worth a it. different convention where I was just like, I just don't care. I need to put some food in my body. And I, I got like a, de- a, a deal in quotations like that. A deal for them, not for us. Yeah. Okay, if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com to reference back to Jared's food quest, uh, Kelly says, Framboise or fromage gâteau? Oh, maybe that's what it was. And I think she knows French better than the rest of us, so. Hmm. But it could just be called raspberry cheesecake. I'm just, just <laughs> saying, they don't need to make the flavor sound fancier than it actually is. See, if you make the food sound fancy. It makes you want it more and pay more for it. Well, yeah, Jerry, you did a couple of panels earlier in the day, and even like for a Friday, those panel rooms were full. Mm. Oh yeah, there's panels. There were panels you couldn't even get into. I think uh, I had that problem a bunch of times. Yeah, it's one of those ones where even you know, it's not even a point of whether or not you're press or not press or anything like that. It's a room capacity just gets maxed at this con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that blew me away. Where literally they're at a certain point where they're just turning people back. Like, don't even, don't even try. Just find a different room. Back, you casual. Back. Back. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to actually get whips or tasers or something. I don't know. Half the people that go to those cons, they probably enjoy that a little bit more. We actually went to one um, early Friday morning, and it was about like. Um, just anime and western animation um, crossover. Jerry, do you want to talk a little bit more about that? It was interesting where you know, they showed things that I already was kind of aware of like the Japanese have an alternate opening sequence for X-Men 91. Oh yeah, I remember that. And they, they showed off like little comparison things like um, what was it, Avengers Assemble cartoon uh, getting that in the US and then like when they did a Avengers cartoon in Japan it was Disc Wars which I freaking love Disc Wars. You mean Avengers Pokemon? Poke yeah, Avengers? It, it could go either, either way. Whatever <laughs> Mon you prefer. Um, and, you know, so it was showing things like that off. I thought that was kind of cool, showing the two different series and how they're they're handled. Um, did that one also show off the... Uh, it also showed off the My Little Pony Japanese opening. Oh, yeah. Tomodachi no Maho. Tomodachi no Maho. Is that what it's called in Japan? Mm-hmm. It just means friendship. Uh, friends are magical. Oh. <laughs> or magical friends. Yeah. How do you want to translate that? Like, Stomodachi just means friends. Or friend, technically. Um, 
But it was kind of a fun little panel, and I, I kind of liked seeing something different like that. And that's a lot of the panels at this con do fall into that different category, I think. Mm. Or it's, it's, it's a panel you would normally see, but it's done in a... It's, there's a nice twist to it that makes it more interesting. Like, I think it was day two, there was that Gundam panel I really liked that did things differently. But we'll get to that in day two. Cool, cool. All right, so anything going... So anything I'll do in the evening? Um... See, what, what did I do? Uh. Um, I actually went to the Otakon um, photo booth with my buddy um, Lee. Um, we were cosplaying as Nico and Maki in the magician outfit. So Friday was my Love Live cosplay day. And ended up getting a couple photo shoots. And then we tried out the Otakon photo studio. And um, for about the prices are about $20. Um, you can get either prints or your entire photo shoot on a thumb drive. And if you do it a group, you can get a lot of bang for your buck. So um, uh, we did that. That was, that was fun. That was cool. That was cool. Did they have- I, I liked the fun of us uh, trying to go to a late night panel, realizing we need the, uh, the wristbands for 18 plus stuff, and then me realizing that my wallet was in my jacket in the hotel room. And yeah, I was just yeah. like, oh, to hell with it. So I missed out on 18 plus panels on uh, Friday. We went to a Power Ranger panel, or rather a Super Sentai one. We did. That was pretty fun. But not the same as some of the weird... 18 plus things they had available. Like meet my tentacle or something? All you wanted to know about tentacles, but were too afraid to ask. <laughs> um, but actually, the one that seemed most interesting to me, I think was a Saturday panel, was uh, done by this, these med, med students that were talking about like, like severe trauma and like medicine and anime and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're going to talk about like, like the blood and gore side of like surgery. And I was like, I'm morbidly curious about this. Uh, not usually my subject matter, but I just am curious how they're running this panel. And, and it ended up not going because by the time I got to Saturday night, I was just half dead. But mm. so, I, I really like the fact that there are panels like that. It's not every single panel isn't just like, hey, let's look at weird hentai. You know, it was a lot of different kind of things on those lists. Granted, those things cropped up anyway, but that's not story. Yeah, they story. did. But you also got like ultra violent anime and stuff like that. Or actually, I believe it was a uh, what was it? Ultra violent, Japan, ultra violent Japanimations from Japan. <laughs> it was, that, it was that something name, like that. that name, I was like, like, yeah, that name automatically raises a bunch of red flags because who the hell uses Japanimation anymore? I use that because it really pisses off anime fans. <laughs> I oh. think they were using it in the title ironically. Yeah. Look, I remember I used to say anime and manga, and people would give me shit. It's anime, it's manga. I'm like, well, excuse the fuck out of me, you know? Oh, I still, I don't like anyone who does the hard end on anime. Oh, I, I, I still I, pronounce it the I, same way. I manga was one of those ones that took me a while because I always pronounced it manga, like so, like a lot of people did. So whenever I hear someone still pronounce it manga, manga I'm like, eh, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. That's what we thought it was pronounced as. No one ever, if it's gonna be pronounced ma manga. Like, okay, yeah, I, I guess it could, but you, can you put a little, like, line over the A so we know it's a long A? <laughs> and people will still ignore that. Semantics. <laughs> and as, yeah. as ActDef says in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, hey, do you know where I, I, where I can buy one of those mango all those cool kids are reading? <sighs> well played, ActDef, well played. I think you find the mango next to the fruit basket. God damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Yes. 
<laughs> You're just doing this to piss us off now, aren't you? Maybe. Plus, I mean, let's face it. It is it is Otakon, so I think you're fully allowed to use the phrase Japanese animes. Because a ninja fighting a special forces agent is definitely out of one of my J Japanese animes. Okay, Otakon. The the person at the convention. I I I, sh I was going to cosplay bring back my Otakon for Otakon and I did not. Um, yeah, the parrot. I do have, and I even have the parrot from part two. So that's, it's, I usually do the two version of the parrot, but I just didn't bring it because last minute packing BS problems. Hmm. But it will happen. Eventually I will go to that con as the character who shares the same name but different spelling. Well, well actually, they had to specifically ask Otacorp for, for permission to call him Otacon. See, because the thing is, they didn't know until someone at Otacorp. Notice it and contacted them, so now Otacorp got, got royalties off of that. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. I, I know that it predates because how old this con is is much older than Metal Gear Solid, but it's not one of those things where I was, or uh, yeah, it sounds about, I think it's a little bit older than Metal Gear Solid. And I, and I think there's a credit to them in the credits of the game as well. Now I'm going to dig out my old copy of Part 1. No, no, ask Mako Chanka. She is a Solid Snake fangirl. She would know. Now I have no idea. God damn it, what good are you? Yeah, that's one of those little minor things where it's not something you'd think of to look in the credits. But now I totally want to go through. And I'll even get the... Uh, you, know, the you, you, know, you don't have to, have to actually to physically dig it out. You can always just go and search on, search for it on YouTube because you know someone someone that's either doing true. a yeah, Let's Play of it or just, you know, for shits and giggles, uploaded it. Plus I love the epic bromance of the Otacon ending. And as um, Dungeon Buster says... I once knew someone who pronounced anime as an anime, not anime. I love when people try to type in the chat, like, how something is pronounced. Yes. <laughs> I put you, I put a link in our private chat to where you can click and join so you can see what's going on. I attended a bunch of fun panels mm -hmm. on uh, Friday. Alright, what panels did you hit up? The uh, first one was a demonstration on uh, Otakon Karate fr from a, uh, let's see, bring it up, the uh, Penn State Karate Club. Well, uh, Sensei Saotome there. <laughs> Wait, do you know the guy, or? No, I'm making a really bad joke. Oh. I, I didn't catch the guy's name. I talked talk to him a little while after it, because I, I also still uh, do karate, I guess, in That's a way. That's cool. And then after that was the uh, fighting game panel, which I was all about. They were talking about not only you know the usual stuff, but uh, older, obs more obscure games that a lot of people might not have heard about. Mm. So they're rocking the fighting vipers. Ooh, no, fighting not even vipers. now. It's like some of like the really like weird, like or obscure stuff, or like the one and done things that people had so much hype behind, but ended up you know being utter shit. Like fighters' history. No, uh, I was going to say something like Primal Rage. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's, there's a blast from the past that we don't need to ever return to. And they had giveaways at the end of the panel. You Old mean Super stuff? Nintendo copies of Primal Rage. It was awesome. No, one of them was a uh, SNES copy of Street Fighter. Oh. I believe, I believe someone got a copy of Fighters Mega Mix for a sat... Was it Fighters Mega I forgot the second place game, but the first game... The first place game... A winner 
well, quote-unquote, won a wrapped, un unopened copy of Street Fighter in the movie The Game. Oh! Nice. That, that, that's just like losing. Do you know how hard it is to find that? Would you really want to? Oh, if it's un if it's unopened, to just have that there to show people, yes, that would be a fun thing to kind of have. They'd be like, um, not to play. I have no interest in ever playing that game. It's 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 terrible. I've, I've never heard a good, single good review about it. I played uh, it once. I once I played the ROM of it, and, I'm, and I, it's still sitting on my computer somewhere. Well, that, that's a better antivirus antivirus software than any kind you can come up with from Komodo or uh, McAfee or whatever because a virus gets on a computer and sees that they're like nope turn around not worth it bison antivirus of course hmm. I'd fund it and if we go to the chat room real quick um, Deadpool set 28 uh, what he says uh, referring back to our earlier conversation uh, let's see what did he say here we go What's hentai without talking about other things like Mongo's anume? <laughs> <sighs> That's our Deadpool. <sighs> All right, um, Scarlet. Did they have the? Did they have their formal this year or no? Otakon has a formal. They had one the, la the final year I went. Uh, they have their 21 plus lounge, if that's yeah. what you're referencing. Yeah, that's it's what I'm referencing. It's more like a swing dance type yeah. thing. Um, and it's held again at the Hyatt. We didn't have a chance to do it because, well, they, even though they had it for like both Friday and Saturday night, Ooh. um, our main goal was, is like, see if we could check out some of the 18 plus panels that were happening. Uh, we tried to get into the game theorist, um, Q and A panel because I love watching the game theory videos, but we ended up watching a Super Sentai, um, Shits and Giggles panel. Ooh. And by that, by the time it was over, it's like, uh, feeling sleepy. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, to answer your question, they did have the uh, swing dance type thing, um, 21 plus lounge this year, but I, I haven't had a chance to check it out. You see, that alone will keep me from going to the rave. I'm like, I'll, I'll, be, I'll chill in the lounge all, all night. I must have missed the lounge because I thought about going to, but I ended up just not finding it. Hmm. Well, I was about to, about to question what was the last anime dance I went or anime con dance I went to, and I realized Katsukon. it was Katsukon, where I just sat on a chair most of the time, going like, "Okay, are we done yet?" Um, I am not the guy you should bring to dances. Why? I I just I'm not really into dances. Hmm. Something about I'm... being a heterosexual male just prevents me from really caring about dancing. Excuse you. <laughs> I know, you're always, like, burning up the dance floor. I mean, come on, bro. Seriously. The, these ladies out here, they love a guy and a sharp-dressed suit. I mean, come on. Well, I can do the sharp-dressed suit. It's just, you know, dancing around in said suit is not usually something I do. I'm not, mm. Char I'm not Charlie Chaplin. I'm not uh, uh, Christopher Walken. I'm not um, someone else who has famously danced in a suit. It's time to unlock your inner Neil Patrick Harris. My, my internet, yeah. No, it's more like time to unlock your inner DDR. <laughs> my legs do not move that fast. No, you just gotta go in slow motion. Oh, I can do that. Alright. Uh, shall we move on to Saturday? Unless there's anything else on Friday that needs to be covered. Suddenly. 
Uh, yeah, nothing on Friday I can think of. All right. Let's go right into Saturday. And Scarlett, how, how did Saturday go down for y'all? All right. Uh, let's see. Saturday, I went to the Sailor Moon cosplay meetup. There was one on Friday evening, but I went to the one on Saturday morning. So I went as um, Princess Pluto. I was also teaming up with the cosplay group Outer Power Inner Beauty, and they did like an entire Silver Silver Millennium group. So um, familiar East Coast cosplayer uh, people up there, including Chrissy, who runs um, Sailor Moon Avatars, and just a couple other um, cool people. Um, veterans of the cosplay scene. Um, I got to meet um, Doku Del, who was cosplaying as Helios. And overall, like, good times with Moonies. That's the best I can des describe it. And that went on for a bit. So um, ha most of my um, uh, Saturday morning was just spent, like, just being the princess of Pluto. And that was fun. Mm, nice, nice. And Jared went to a few panels, like Gundam and yeah, Cats. I, yeah, I went to... Uh... Why foreign countries love Japanese idols. That was a fun panel. Um, I had a, a gal sitting next to me, kind of talking my ear off a little bit, but it was actually pretty cool because they were they were just talking about how, you know, America. Yeah, we're starting to love our idol animes, and we like a few of the singers, but they love some of these some of these singers and stuff in like Russia and Mexico and and things like that. And it was kind of cool. They're just learning about how it's like a worldwide thing that you know, like um, AKB and stuff like that will have some of their uh, smaller teams like go to these foreign countries, and uh, what's the other one he mentioned? Um, Did they talk about Starmory? I, I don't remember all the names. I know he mentioned two or three of like the large groups. Baby metal? No, not baby metal. It was it was literally like the idol type, AKB type things. Um, I can't remember the other ones, but it was kind of interesting. And then that was followed up with the uh, when Gundam goes bad panel, I think which I'm... was a, a focus on just the terrible parts of the uh, UC Gundam series. So talking about, you know, the stupidity that is Stardust memory, the uh, the cheesiness that is Double Zeta Gundam, um, the nonsensical uh, pain, and the absolute hatred that everyone has for quests from Char's counterattack. It was, it was just a lot of fun kind of going through those things and being able to... I was at a panel that was talking about anime directors that you should know, and they actually mentioned Tomino, who's, you know, as the guy said, who created and then completely destroyed Gundam. Yeah, not, not only that, but he's also a guy who did, like, really amazing old-school stuff, like Brave Rideen and uh, uh, Eidolon. Um, I can't remember that. Space Runaway. Space Runaway Eidolon. And then he also did amazing things like brain powered. So Tomino was also responsible for Garzi's wing. And Garzi's wing. That was the other one I should have brought up. I should said brain powered and Garzi's wing. So yeah, Tomino has a really he's not one of those directors where you could sit there and you're like, oh man, genius. No, he just gets really lucky sometimes. Or maybe he just ceased being able to produce really good material after Zeta Gundam. It's it's really hard to tell. Gundams. Gundams everywhere. But I really did enjoy enjoy that panel because you don't really get people talking. Normally a Gundam panel is like, okay, these are the best series. You should totally watch them because this and this and this. Or here's a whole explanation of the UC timeline or something like that. But for somebody to go like, no, there are parts of Gundam that are really, really terrible. And let's make fun of that together as Gundam fans. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. I needed this. Like I did a whole like, 20 plus minute video on like Char's counterattack and how it just 
It ruins Char's character. Quest is freaking annoying. What the hell is Hathaway Noah doing? And why is he such a useless loser when his dad's a badass? You know, it, why, why is Amuro just kind of like there, but it makes no sense for him to really be so super military considering in Zeta Gundam, he was kind of like, well, I'm doing this because freedom, but you know, and then Char and him are like, we have issues we need to resolve. And I'm like, you guys were hanging out in Zeta Gundam. What the hell happened in like the last five years? that caused you guys to go like, you know what? Now we have to kill each other. We were, we were homies like five years ago, but now we got to kill each other. We, we just have to, because we do. Because plot says so. <laughs> like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, and the magical rainbow that saves Earth and sends the meteor away from Earth because freaking new type of magic BS. God, Char's counterattack is terrible. So I take it you're not a fan of it. I am not. But I am a huge Gundam fan. That's why I can rant about stuff, because I can't have this much, like, anger if I wasn't a fan of, like, the entire franchise. So when the new series drops in October, I guess, was it Iron Blood or something like that? We're going to hear, like, drunken rants from you after every episode? Um, we'll see. I mean, like, the last couple of Gundam series have been pretty damn weak, but I am enjoying Gundam The Origin. So oh, okay. Or whatever they're, they're calling the OVAs, but essentially it's the origin, so, um, which is based off the origin manga, which I believe is based off the books and Tomino's notes. And I actually kind of like that version of the original series because of all the little extra things it explains and how it gives more to the timeline. That's pretty cool. But the new every time there's a new TV series, yes, I do get worried. <laughs> you just cringe? Yep. But panels at Oticon in general, I think, are really good because there's a lot of variety of things and not your usual, like, I love such and such panels. Like, Wait, granted, I, I feel set. like an 80s anime rocks panel and a 90s anime rocks panel, but that's not the point. <laughs> like, Yeah, I was at the I love the 90s anime edition panel. I was also at a panel about, a, about a cartoons from North Korea. But I saw that on the list. What was that like? Oh my god, it was fucking demented. Because <laughs> it's all state-run media, and uh, and uh, most of it was uh, cartoons and uh, indoctrinating kids. Did they show any new episodes of the real, the new adventures of Kim Jong Il? Not, not that one. It's actually, uh, <laughs> it's actually pop propaganda made in North Korea. I and know. Now I you know. And like one of like it's I guess trying to teach, you know, the young people like valuable lessons given the context. But you have you see things like there's this one cartoon where a kid falls falls asleep after daydreaming of killing US soldiers because of course. And he's he falls asleep in the middle of doing his math homework and he can't destroy I invading US ships with his with his artillery bat battery that looks like pencils and stuff because he doesn't know how to do uh, geometry, you know, basic angles and the, how to read a, what do you call it, a protractor. But crosshairs mm. still work, right? I guess so. <laughs> and then there's this one ongoing series where, uh, oh, it's called Flower Hill. Anyone ever heard of it? Nope. Uh-uh. Basically, it's an incredibly ham-fisted, even by North Korean standards, um, 
you know, extended metaphor for how North Korea sees its uh, neighbors and all. And oh, like, boy. How Flower Hill is this like, nice, idyllic place, and the North Koreans are like animals like mice and squirrels. Uh, North, uh, South Koreans are rats. Japanese are weasels. And what's most bizarre of all is the American forces are these, you know, super badass wolves that uh, have, like, superpowers and shit. What? Which we thought was awesome because, oh my god, like, they hate us, but yet, and they're serious, they made us OP as fuck all. Huh. Yeah, I can't complain about that, really. And it's also very popular with the furry community because of this one, uh, this one unnamed uh, vixen, like, secretary yeah and uh that's about all i'm gonna say about it because i don't want to go looking for art for this thing because it'll it'll just horrify me i know it will is this one of those sally acorn things that it just inspires a whole new generation of uh furries it very well might but i'm pretty sure but i'm not sure if north korea has like any inclination of what a furry is give them time Oh god. Oh god. Now that this cartoon, they totally will they will get that inclination. It will happen. And a Dungeon Buster says, you should check out their children's books. Yes, I've seen the I've seen their children's books. They're also crazy. And Critical Myth says, What the fuck? This keeps getting weirder. <laughs> I under I know. I know. I feel you, bro. I feel you. All right. What else? Uh, what else went down on Saturday? I cosplayed ah. as Bear Hugger again. Nice. And that is yeah, awesome. I, I got a whole lot of you know praise for it. And I got pictures taken a whole bunch of times, but <clears throat> pardon me, I haven't been able to find any pictures of it yet. Uh, check the Otacon Facebook. Did any groups. photos with any little Max? Uh, I. Like, by the time I had found them, I had already, you know, changed out of it. Ah, uh, it's always so, that way. So, yeah, I, ha I wasn't able to find any. Oh, well, there's always other conventions. I wouldn't worry too, too much. Oh, what the? Oh. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, I, I, was... I, I Sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I upload on my photos already, and I just got to process them on. But, uh... Apparently, like, not only is Deadpool meta cosplay really popular, but I've seen a growing trend of the dude meta cosplay. How does that work? Basically, I found a group of Green Lanterns, and one of them had, was dressed up as the dude as a Green Lantern. So imagine the dude in a green robe with a Green Lantern ring. There are many people who have willpower. The dude is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> The dude as Sailor Moon. I could kind of see that. Sailor dude? Oh, God. <laughs> Don't give people ideas. It's my job to do that. No, the really screwed up part is they already have a robe. <laughs> so he'd just have to buy that one. <laughs> and as Critical Myth says, the willpower to abide. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. It's true. And as Dungeon Bus says, the dude in a Gundam. Wouldn't that be here? No, 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 that wouldn't be here. That would be duo. That would be duo. No, because the dude in the Gundam wouldn't really fight anything. He'd just, you know, 
Well, it'll just be his your opinion, man. Okay, then that would probably be Katra. Am I right, Mako? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Closer to Katra. Actually, I can see the dude is like the commander of the uh, in in the series where they actually have a command ship as the commander of a command ship. You're like, man, these Zeons, like they should need to like chill out. <laughs> How about Dude Pool? Yeah, I've seen that. That's happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving. Moving on. Moving also, on. Also, wait. Also, uh, my friend Vash L was also in town for the convention. Cool. And uh, we met up for lunch at the Chipotle, which used to be the California Tortilla. Yeah. It was nice hanging out with him, and I really needed a friend to uh, chill with this weekend. That's you know? good. Huh? That's it, that's good. Yeah, because it, it sucked without the rest of the, uh, rest of the staff down here with me. At least I think so. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase COIN. Yeah, don't worry. The, the gang, the squad will be back together soon enough. October. Also, as an aside, yeah. like, we're talking about oh, uh, Jimmy John's again. I'm trying to figure out what the font is for their uh, ads, because when I was there, I saw they have, a you know, Jimmy John's, you know, like on a race car or whatever. Mm -hmm. I forget which one it is. But uh, also considering Brock Lesnar also has his logo on his trunks. I'm trying to make my own fake out where it's the official sandwiches of Suplex City, bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. This was my first time ever having Jimmy John's. I actually really liked it. Mm -hmm. I see why people go there. Yeah, luckily I went to pick up sandwiches during a time when the line um, wasn't so congested. Like, I know you can order it for, like, from the hotel room, but, like, oh, the line is short. I guess I could grab, like, a sandwich or two for dinner. And I tried the um, Italian when I have a weakness for Italian sandwiches. And which one did you have, Jared? Um, I had, like, a ham sandwich of some sort. You're the one who ordered it. I was at panels all day, except for when I was at the JoJo gathering. So you're the one who ordered it. But it was, it was a ham sandwich of some sort. I just know it didn't have onions because I know you hate onions. Uh, I don't hate onions. Onions hate me. I'm allergic. Oh, you've got food allergies too, huh? Yeah, it's it's just onions are basically the only one I have, and it it's only I've, I, I it can be a severe reaction, but it's something I usually don't worry too much about because if it's like a big ring in my burger, I can just pull it out and just be minorly irritated. But you know, if I if I actually eat the onion, then it'll cause more problems. It's not like the. Uh the hair trigger reaction to seafood that I have. Yeah, it's it's probably not as extreme as yours. I mean, if I if I touch an onion, uh, I get like a rash, and if I eat an onion, think of a rash inside your body. Yeah. Oh. Not, not something you'd particularly want to have. Um, so, but I've only come close to like choking like once, so. Or like having my throat close up once, so. I've, I've learned my lesson. Yay, food allergies. Okay, well, the more you know. Yeah, now everyone knows how to kill me. It's great. Actually, I know of other ways to kill you, but um, that's story for another time. All right, moving right along to Sunday. Uh, let's see. Well, we all that... packed up and let... Like, we all got our shit packed together. You know, not very little of the food was left, and 
I did, I did very little drinking at all, like if at all, because you know, it sucks drinking alone, and I didn't really like hang out too much with the rest of the roommates. No offense. I think that goes for the whole room, though. I, th- I think none of us really drank much. You know, I wanted to get a. I haven't had Jaeger since like grad school, and I really wanted to try some of that. And I should never poured myself any, and I never asked you for any. Um, I just had a little bit of rum here and there. AAC, my friend. AAC. Are you going to AAC? That's a story for another day. Yeah. Because I'll bring the Jaeger if, if you guys are in the room with us for AAC. Well, we, we can talk about it a little later. We're, you know, after doing two major cons this month, like, and then new bills popping up, and we'll talk about post-show. Yeah, I know that feeling. Worth a shot. Yeah. But, Ari, never, never doubt the fact that, like, I'll, I'll, I'll always be your con-drinking buddy if you want. Um, just, I have to be within my limitations, because Katsukon kicked my ass pretty hard. So, if anyone's seen seen an episode of Star vs. the Forces of Evil, he was Marco at the end of a Tiffany's party. Mm. Just when it stopped. Yeah, I, I don't think it. Like that doesn't sound too familiar to me. It's a new Disney cartoon. It's a lot of fun. It's like magical girl fun times. But anyway, um, getting back to Otakon, um. I actually didn't have a chance to check out the dealer's room or Arn's Alley throughout Friday or Saturday because I was just so busy doing um, costly meetups and checking out panels because there's so much to do at Otakon, which is one of the reasons why I really like this con. Um, but I ended up checking out Artist Alley, ended up buying a couple of prints. They had like a lot of Love Live prints, like, okay, I want that, I want that. They even had like Nico and Maki on a DDR machine. It's like, okay, what? I need this. I need this in my room. So I need that I'm going to have a poster Nico and Maki on a DDR machine in my little office um, space. Well, it's the whole crew at an arcade all doing different stereotypical arcade I'll, games. I'll take yeah. the Nozomi one. Uh, Nozo Ellie in that um, picture, they were like in like one of those um, photo booth type things. Yeah, they're in the, the Kuraprika or whatever they're called, booths. Kuraprika? Whatever. They're in one of those little things. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a cute poster. While she was doing that, I was at the art auction. There was some awesome stuff. There was a the famous dogs playing poker thing. Someone did a, a art design of various famous anime mechas, like but they're in that playing poker situation. Mm-hmm. Went for it was uh, matted and framed. Went for seven hundred. Wow. Like wow. the, the art auction was getting expensive. There was there was nothing within my price range at the art auction. It was followed by the charity auction, which had some interesting things, but nothing I was really into. And then I had to leave when it got to the eighteen plus auction because again my ID was in my jacket, which was lovingly in my suitcase. So I couldn't stay for the eighteen plus auction. So I don't know what they offered. And I'm sitting there going like, oh man, you know, my luck. There's some sort of like signed rare thing there that like. I'll never have the chance of ever getting. Hmm. Although, even if there was, I doubt I could afford it. I actually was in the dealer's room for a while on Sunday, but I ended up not buying anything because, you know, still wanted to hang on to my money. And, I'll, and did you did you remember seeing that one uh, leather uh, retailer? You know, it's, that was in the corner, I think. 
I don't was, think I saw, saw the leather retail. Like, like he, had, he had like a bracers and a coats and a. Is that the one that had like a handful of like fancy hats? No, he's talking about something else. Because oh, I, okay. um, I don't. And think another I guy I walked who walked up to me. I was looking around. It was about the same size as me, and he looks at me and goes, "I noticed the stick, like, like there's a very low leather to beard ratio on you, man." Because he too had a big thick beard. Mm. Mm. What was he trying to sell you? Like a cool looking jacket, or was he like trying to get you like a gimp mask? <laughs> Probably the former, because obviously, obviously, none of the uh, adult stuff is in the dealer's room. Oh yeah, that's true. They don't they don't have that uh, selection there. They don't have a website or anything because they apparently do like a hundred some odd shows a year. Huh. And it's you know, it's too much for them to keep up keep up the website stock and, you know, what they have in their shows. I kinda wish I'd check that out. It's always cool to see kind of stuff like that. I don't I don't know what I would have really needed in my wardrobe, but it would have been kinda cool to check out. Yeah, I mean I they they had like satchels there which looked neat and there were a couple of purple ones with a gold trim. Yeah, they were like eighty five bucks. I'm like eh. <laughs> I can't do that. Sorry. It happens. I guess my days of of going into the dealer's room and spending everything I had are long gone. I was very tempted to get this Nendroid of Erica Fontaine from Sakura Tyson 3. Um, it was running for about 75 which is like the um, average price for, on how this Nendroid goes for it. Because not only you get her in her um, default nun outfit, you also have her in her battle outfit and her mecha. It's like, oh my god, I wish I, could, I had had the money to grab this figure. It's like, oh wells. My, my out of price thing was at that same booth that had uh, uh, Aisha Altugal from uh, Atelier Aisha, and it was going for 135, and it was this really large, very beautiful figure. And I'm like, oh my god, this is this is one of those rare moments where I find the obscure Atelier series figure, and I'm like, no, I can't put that kind of money down on one figure when I could know I could buy like several figures for that same price. So instead, and I, I figured out she was a cost figure figures. Then when I figured that, um, then when I saw Scarlet in her cosplay for the first time, I just queued up the Good Morning dance and uh, got it in everyone's heads. Yeah, that was stuck in my head head for a bit. Like even when I was having my photo shoot with Team Misaki, I was like, like, like I wish I had maracas right now. <laughs> I was just in LA. I could have picked up a pair for the costume. Like it didn't cross my mind to pick up a pair of maracas. We need, we need to put together, like, a shopping list. Just, like, even even just now, even though we're not going to go to L.A. for a while, just as a preemptive. So we remember this stuff. And, yeah, but, like, that's the thing with it. It's just, uh, catchy as all fuck. Ohio, 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 bonjour. But, yeah, I think, like, most of, um, of Sunday, we were just in Arth Alley in the dealer's hall because we didn't have a chance to, like, just check them out, like, throughout the weekend, and... Um, after that, we um, spent time with our friends who run conventions, Paul and Todd from PMX, and that guy with Yuki Laylee, um, who is now the chair of Otakon Vegas. We all went to dinner at... Um, Isn't his name Taka... Because I know that guy. Um, 
Uh, Everyone knows that guy. He's like at every con. He's like Mr. I yeah. translate everyone. Takayuki Katahashi. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, that sounds about right. I yep. just referred. To, I just he's always in my in my mind as that guy with the ukulele. Yeah, because I remember seeing him at Animazement every year. Mm. Yeah, I think he's all all over the East Coast, and the West Coast too. Was he West Coast too? Yeah. So we ended up having dinner at um um Philippe's over in Inner Harbor, mm-hmm. and like we just had this really nice um hearty salad and calamari, and we just pretty much um called it a day. Okay, now. Overall, what did you think of Otakon this year as opposed to the last couple of years you went? That's the what? first time I've, I've done it without... I'd, I've done Otakon as part of Anime Jam Session without you know the rest of Anime Jam Session around, so it kind of bummed me out that I, I felt like I was didn't have anyone to really hang out with. No, No offense to you two or anything. Well, the thing is, outside the hotel room, we don't really hang out much. And I, I don't think that's a point of us not liking each other or anything. It's more of a point of, I'm always off running panels. She's Little Miss Social Butterfly. So what also, ends up happening is we're so wrapped up in stuff, I don't even think to say, hey, Ari, you got any plans? You want to hang out with me? Like, it doesn't even occur to me. I'm just so focused on my schedule. Also, we're pretty schedule- far away geographically, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's also that, but like, like I said, it, it, you know, if you ever want to hang out at con, you know, I'm by all means, just, you can follow me around on my panel schedule, I guess. <laughs> follow me around <laughs> like Tails Files Sonic. Or at the very least, we could, I mean, if you want, I, I had never, I never even thought of like inviting you when we were going out to lunch and stuff like that. I kind of feel bad about that in retrospect. Um, Sorry, I, I didn't realize that like you were, you know, I don't know. I, I apologize. I, 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 I say that because you know I actually like doing it with the all, all, all the uh, staff. One, I, I, I'm not trying to make it feel like a like I'm wandering around like a lost puppy. Well, no, and, and I, I didn't think of you that way. Because if I had, I would have been all like, "Hey, you okay, dude? Do you need other people around?" Like I figured you got your your thing going. It's just. You know, I don't think of the little things like lunch and stuff like that, where it's always nice to just talk with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, just because it's not something I think about at a con, I'm always, I'm very laissez-faire when it comes to people. So I just assume everyone kind of does their own thing. Um, as far as um, Otacon goes, I've been going for the past uh, three or so years. I've always enjoyed this con. I came to Otacon right off, right just getting out of um, Anime Expo, and. I while I, I did enjoy Anime Expo for what it was, I had much more fun at Otakon, and a lot of my friends uh, agree with me when they like notice like people just tend to be happier out at Otakon. Like I got mm. a really friendly vibe from people. They've always uh, Otakon has always had robust programming, and I'm looking forward to next year. I had a great time, and yeah. Uh, I'll also agree. I only went last year, and last year was hectic, but kind of rewarding. This year was a lot better for me just because I kind of know my way around the convention center a little bit better. And I had, despite the fact that I had to kind of rush my way there, I was had some time to actually schedule what I wanted to do and did a bunch of panels, did a couple of ga- uh, cosplay gatherings and met some interesting people. So I really enjoy this con. And the funny thing is I, I need to finish up the expo report or my side of the expo report. And I realize it's going to be really difficult because now it's tainted because... Otakon was just so much better than Expo that 
I have to like put my brain in the mindset of like, no, but when I went to Expo, how was I feeling? Not how do I feel retrospect? So that's going to be an interesting writing challenge for me. Hmm. Okay. So in other words, y'all be going back next year. Hell yeah. Yep. I'd like to, yes. Alright, well like I said, I will be going when it's in DC, but now everybody's getting hyped for the final Otakon in Baltimore, and people are already talking about going all out. I'm like, you know... It's going to be in DC for a couple of years before it goes back. It's not like it's gone forever, you know? Wait, it's only going to be in DC temporarily? As far as... Because it's supposed to be like this. The Hyatt that's behind the convention center is being torn down to extend the convention center. They're, Baltimore's hoping when the contract with DC is up, they will come back. Hmm. be interesting to see what happens. Yep. But I have no problem with it moving to DC. Um, I don't have a... I don't have a major attachment to Baltimore. Because, uh, like I said, I've only been there two years, so it's not like... I'm like, oh my gosh, no... Uh, so when it's like they're moving, I'm like, okay. And I can learn to adjust pretty easily to situations like this. I don't go into rabid fanboy mode over stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we got that out the way, long story short, despite its ups and downs, Otakon is well worth the trek out there for. So even though with the slight dip in numbers, that just means it won't be as crowded and you'll be able to walk around and have your own space. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah, just be careful with registration, people. <laughs> yeah, make sure you have your badge mailed to you. Yeah, maybe having a badge mailed to you isn't such a bad idea after all. Worth it. The things that some people will do to save a few dollars. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's really the point of, do you want to save a little bit of money, or do you want to save a lot of bit of time? Mm-hmm. And sweat. And time is Not money. For- if you think about say what you make in an hour and compare that to the three hours you would waste you know average online it just makes more sense to pay yeah an hour of pay versus you know waiting forever yeah, tell that to the people who wait out there for hours upon hours for tickets for Comic-Con just to find out that the place is sold out, even though they said, oh, we have enough. By the way, that shit will be happening again at the end of August or September when Midtown Comics does their sale. Uh. Yeah. If I had to take a... If I got to take PTO for conve- to get convention tickets and I'm not going to get... It ain't worth it ain't worth the hassle. Fuck that noise. All right. So, anywho, now that we got that out the way, um, we're gonna have to skip the news and save it for next week because we we really gone a lot longer than anticipated by one minute. Sorry, so it's all good. We always go late. We always go long when it comes to conventions, but Otaka is a big one, so it happens. So we're going to go ahead and see if I can find it. There we go. We're going to go ahead and get into the open forum topic. And I'm going to bring up the Skype line. Once the laptop comes out of sleep mode, perfect. And there we go. 
our Skype line is open, so if you have any questions about anything we talked about on tonight's show, including Otakon or anything else, give us a call on Skype at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints. And while that's going through, we're going to go ahead and cover the open forum topic. Open forum topics where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer. This week's open forum topic is called This Product is Sponsored by... From time to time, we will see anime characters on food, drinks, trains, and all types of merchandise to advertise it. What anime character or series would you like to see on an American product or device being advertised? Now, we've talked about this in the past where you can find uh, where they were selling Ava Unit 1 cell phones. And you had, Wait, when was this? This was about a year ago or something like that. And it was also um, Attack on Titan Ramen, you know? We had that too. Various Attack on Titan foods. Uh, Mako covered that. Yeah, there was Attack on Titan sausage. Yes. I think, yeah, we, I remember talking about that. I'm in. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. From Deadpool 28... He just says, Sword Art Online would be amazing. Attack on Titan, maybe Strike Witches. Who knows? I'm just a big anime fan. But maybe to choose from what says razor blades, knives, guns, and things like that. Oh, you. From Sarah Ackerman. She says, This may sound odd, but what about Luna and Artemis from Sailor Moon being in a tidy cat or cat food commercial? That would be a little weird. Not really. I mean, can't you just imagine Luna getting on Usagi's case for the for the for the litter? That that writes itself right there. It it does kind of. You can also or I can see Artemis being there for a cat food commercial. Especially if it's a nineties Artemis. Yeah. Chicken again. Oh boy, fancy feast. Yes. And you see him. And you see somehow you put the uh, the the neckerchief around his neck and grab his fork, his fork, and start eating out of the can. You know, he's a no. Philistine. See, because I start imagining that, and then imagining Minako not being able to open the can. <laughs> <laughs> so Damn you, manual dexterity! Okay, from um, from Kelly. Kelly the Mighty, she says, I still want to see Lena Inverse advertise on any kind of food. Well, she does have a bottomless pit for her stomach. Endless breadsticks and appetizers at the Olive Garden! Come on, that would work. I was thinking Lena Inverse feminine pads. Oh, God. Why? Oh. <laughs> That would be the next step from the Moon. But also her temper. And don't forget the end of like what episode one or two that that reference. Yeah, it's it's early on in the first season where she can't use her magic and she has to explain it to Gallery and Gallery's just like, so what does that mean exactly? And she just constantly hits him every time he asks her what specifically it means when she it's that time. But he kind of knew, he, but he kind of had an idea about that already. So, yeah, because he said there's a fortune teller who, mm-hmm. like, every every month she couldn't use her powers for like a, a, set, a set amount of days. He's like, but what does that mean exactly? She's like, how do you not know that? Ah, <laughs> uh, I love Slayers. Yes. For me, I would like to see 
I don't know. I guess because I'm a big fan of Ron. But I'd like to see Ron Masao Tome and the rest of the martial arts on a cover of the Wheaties box. Can it be a long extended chase scene where like there's a long train, like Rama's the one end and all of his other nemesis and enemies from the series are in line chasing him? That would work. Uh, that would oh, that would only work if he's dressed as Lucky the Lucky Charm. I mean, he's on the cover on a box of Lucky Charms. All right, what about y'all? Okay, I, I have two. One is slightly better than the other, I think, so I'm going to go with this, the one I think is a better one. I want to see Domon Kashu for MMA. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hmm. Well, if you, you get something like that, but you also end up with the chance of Joe Rogan doing commentary of it, thus canceling it out. Oh, hmm. But we could get that in. We could get the uh, G Gundam uh, referee guy from the openings. There you or go. Whatever his job is supposed to be. Weird eye patch dude. Completely superfluous eye patch dude. Yep. All right. What about you, Scarlet? That's a good question. I actually, when I saw this posted on the um, on the social media, as I was actually thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, I don't really have anything witty off the top of my head. Um. Do we have anyone else from the peanut gallery um, to chime in? Or I, we all know Mako-chan's got something. Um, I want Vash the Stampede to work with Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Good one. That would be amazing. That w- yes. Okay. Yes. You just see him walking out of the store with a big pile of uh, Dunkin' Donuts boxes in his hands. I guess I can do my second. It's not as good, but I'll deal for it anyways. Go for I want to see the characters from Full Metal Panic do either laser tag or paintball. Or playing a Splatoon. Yeah, see, not as good as Delmon doing MMA. Mm-hmm. And as Dungeon Buster says, bash the stampeding donut. <laughs> Mine's more logical than anyone else's. All right. Whole series of magazine ads with Ash from Pokemon, like, like you know, exploring or whatever, and it's all for a like Columbia sportswear or a, you know a North Face uh, camping gear. Not bad. Shit yeah. just writes itself. Well, shouldn't he also be thumbing through a bike magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Most of those were. Indirectly, his fault at best. Oh yeah, I saw this on my Facebook. There was a Misty at Otakon with a giant sign that said, "Ash still hasn't given me my bike back." That's awesome. I must have missed that one. Wow, that, that that's one hell of a debt to pay off. Seriously. And since the Skype line is quiet, it's going bye bye. All right. Now that we got that out the way. It's time for strange news from Japan. Oh boy. Um, Mako's got a couple of dingers. You can take the first one then, I guess. That was the plan. Y'all ready for this one? Sure. A couple, a couple was held for refusing to pay their hotel bill after a 42 night stay. Wow. Police and Why? 
police in Marugame Kagikawa Prefecture said on Sunday that they have arrested a 50-year-old man and his 48-year-old wife after they were unable to pay their hotel bill following a 42-night stay. According to the police, Tadahiro Maeda and his wife Chieko, who have no fixed address or occupations, big shocker there, checked into the hotel on June 3rd and stayed until July 25th. Their bill for the 42-night stay came to 378,000 yen. Wow. And How that's do you a, do that? That's, a, that's about 3,100 bucks. God damn. The hotel said it, it had requested a couple many times to pay their bill, but they kept putting it off. Police said that when they were arrested, the Maedas only had 5,000 yen on them. They were quoted by police as saying they intended to pay the bill. Police are questioning the couple to see if they have stayed at other hotels this year and left without paying the bill. Wow. What, what kind of thought process goes on when, uh, like, to make you do something like that? When you, I guess, when you're homeless, you're homeless, desperate times calls for desperate measures, you know? Hey, Marco, you want to take the next one? Uh, Sure. Well, she is a crazy driver after all, so... <laughs> uh, police have arrested a 61-year-old man after he drove his car 20 kilometers, which is, I think I said that it was, yeah, 12.4 miles down uh, the Tomoe Expressway the wrong way. Uh, according to police, at Suchi Miyanashi, I think that's it, Miyanashi, Miyanishi, a potter from Novi, uh, Nobe City, uh, drove the wrong way along the expressway at around 10 p.m. on July 22nd. Another vehicle, in an attempt to avoid him, swerved and flipped over, injuring its two occupants. And the man was quoted by police as saying that he did not know he had been driving the wrong way. How do you... I guess the car's scr- like blowing her horns and swerving out of the way of him was just all in his head or something? Well, it's also it's 12 o- uh, 10 o'clock. And the 22nd is a Wednesday. So, you know, Wednesday at 10 o'clock, most people are inside for sleeping. Pretty much. How do you say move, bitch, get out the way in Japanese? <laughs> is that what Google Translate is for? It doesn't really translate vernacular very well. Slang, I mean. Gotcha. Alright. Last article. That'll be me. Go for it. Six miners arrested for disrupting traffic by putting bricks on the road. Oh, lovely. Police in Hirano, Osaka have arrested six miners for disrupting traffic and causing a motorbike driver to crash. According to police, the incident occurred on May 10th around 4.20 a.m. Hello. Six boys, aged 13 and 14, placed about 30 small crete 
Roads. 30 small concrete blocks, bricks, and PET bottles on a 9-meter-wide road, for GTV reported. <clears throat> a 48-year-old man ri riding a motorbike fell off his bike after hit one of the obstacles and suffered broken ribs and other injuries. Prior to the incident, the gang rode their bikes into a nearby convenience store and harassed an employee. Then they called 110, the equivalent of 911. The group's leader was quoted by police as saying he thought it would be exciting to see a police car rush to the scene and crash after hitting the obstacles. The boys who met through the line messaging app were identified through secret through street surveillance camera footage. Wow, what a bunch of little sociopaths. Yeah. That's kind of tame in comparison to what uh, the sociopaths would do here, but still. Oh, I know. I, you know what? I, I got nothing on this. This was just... Can I don't want to say kids being kids, but still. Well, you don't really get to, you know, inflict that kind of harm on people just because you think it's funny. True. True. And I hope they, and I hope the judge throws the book at them. And as some, as one person said on the forums, sounds like West Philly down there. Don't sing the song. 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 Are you saying to me or you? I'm just, I'm just, you know, putting that mantra out there to try and drive it away. Nope, it's in my head. <sighs> See, that's all your fault, Ari. I apologize for nothing. God damn it. <laughs> nice. Well, it's a different version. Okay, I think we've had enough for one night. I don't know. I think we can go a little bit longer. Okay, okay, okay. Because I think if I kept playing it, I think Ari's fist would have just traveled right through the connection and hit me right in the face. Punch it, <laughs> hit stop on the thing, hit stop on the video, and then disappear back and like, through the internet. Yeah. Shall we take our last break of the night? Mm -hmm. Sure thing. Yep. We'll be back.
もないし青に包まれた朝は昨日の僕にどこかにいていた何か特別なことを毎日探すのは疲れちゃうしだから
not the not the last time we've gone this long, so I'm not too too worried. But this was a fun show. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yep. So Scarlett and Jared, thanks for being on with us so late at night. No problem, and thank you for having us on the show. Yeah, As it's always. always. Fun to come on. What was that, bro? Sorry. What did you uh, say? It's always fun to come on the show. Ew. Oh. Not what I meant. Okay. Someone needs to make a phrasing joke there, but... Phrasing. Thank you. <laughs> it's always fun to be guests on this show. There you go. Yeah, this was fun. I do like having y'all on, so we'll be. looks like we'll be definitely doing this again sometime in the future. Sounds good to me. Definitely. So if you have any questions about tonight's show, uh, give us a buzz. Drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession. Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Articles of of conventions we've covered. Links to some of our photos and videos and podcasts are all there. If you need direct access to our podcast or you're not able to get them from our site, you can find them at AnimeJamSession.com. Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher or something like that, drop us a five-star review if you could. You know, we don't ask for much. You know, we greatly appreciate that. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TV. As for we post all of our convention videos. So definitely want to swing by and check those out. Um, if you want to see our personal YouTube page, uh, I'm at DJ Ronness. Ari is at 22682, and Mako Chan's over at Jupe Luna. Uh, Scarlet, what is your YouTube page? All right, to follow Scarlet Rhapsody, you can follow us on Facebook. Just uh, search for Scarlet Rhapsody, you'll find well, it there. Wait, 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 wait. Um, we just need just the YouTube first. YouTube, uh, yeah. Rhapsody and Scarlet. There you go. All right, we do, we, do it, uh, we do the social medias one at a time, so. Gotcha. Okay. It's all good, it's all good. Too far used to doing the verbal math <laughs> <laughs> um, Twitter.com slash session. Follow us there so you have updates on our website when photos and videos are going up, what conventions we're going to, and all that cool stuff. If you want to see what makes us tick, um, you can follow our individual Twitter pages. I am at DJ Ron Mess. Ari is at The Ari Man. Mako Chanzo at Joe Videa. And Scarlett and Jarrett, where can people find you on the Twitters? Uh, you can follow Scarlett Rapsi at... Uh, Scarlet Rhapsody on Twitter. Jared, what's your Twitter? And my Twitter is at Jared the Greek. I should. I think I'm following you. I'm not sure. Uh, I I I never keep track of who's following me, so I, I really don't know. Does your header have a bunch of Fire Emblem characters in it? Yes, it does. Okay, then I have Ulysses adults. following me. That's following I you. Follow, I thought I followed you at one point because I think I stumbled across yours already, and I was like, oh. Hey, there we go. Although, yeah, fairly certain I, I've, I've gotten yours, um, but I don't know if I chased it down the rest of you. Well, also, they're all sword masters. Well, I'm following you now, so that's all that matters. All right. And now we have the awesome uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash Animation Session. I just want to say to everybody who likes the page, the articles, the photos, and everything. Thank you. Thank you for following all of us on there and liking the stuff that we do. As long as you continue to like it, we'll bring you more content. If you want to follow us on Facebook and let us know what's up, um, I'm at facebook.com slash imdjronmess. Ari's at Ari Rockefeller. And Mako-chan's over at Makoto Makochan Kino. 
Uh, Scarlett, Jarrett, where can people find you on the Facebooks? All right, to follow Scarlet Rhapsody, just search for Scarlet Rhapsody on Facebook. We just uploaded our Otacon photo, so feel free to explore, tag yourself, tag your friends, and have fun with it. Ooh, I like that. Jared. Oh. Uh, you have a Facebook. Do I? Of some sort. That never gets updated. I don't even know why we even brought that up. <laughs> Let's just stick with Scarlet Rhapsody. Fair enough. Um, let's see what else is there. Like, we're not the only um podcast on the Vogue Network. Um, you want to check out Starboard Powering Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live, Electric Sisterhood, and Girls Gone Wow. Different podcasts that cover different parts of the geek fandom throughout the week. So if you want to swing by and check those out. And now we go around the room for last words. Last words, Mako. Um, I'm going to go have dinner so that I can legit say that I had dessert and I can eat my uh, chocolate-covered Rice Krispie treat. That I just conveniently took from you. Nope. Oh. Last nope, it's mine. Oh. You can have some of my popcorn, though. Ooh, popcorn. I want popcorn. It's uh, s'mores. No, I got Samoa. I got Samoa. So it's got chocolate and caramel and coconut and... (coughs) Yeah. That sounds amazing. (laughs) I'm going to go over to your house right now and get some snacks. (laughs) Beware of the angry cat. Cats usually like me. Even angry ones. If I had a nickel for every time I've heard that... Alright, last words, Ari. I got my laundry done and one of my favorite pairs of pants now has a giant hole in it. They are ruined. I know that feeling all too well, bro. Gonna have I to know go that about, feeling. Gonna have to go out and buy a new pair tomorrow. At the very least, I still have my paycheck. Mm-hmm. So it's not that big deal. Last words, okay. Scarlet? Oh, I'm promoting now? Mm, any last, last words you want to say? Oh, okay. Last words. Um, be young, have fun, drink Pepsi. I don't drink any kind of soda anymore. I I, I think you have a fa- I think you made I think you got a, fa- a fan out of Mako there. <laughs> okay, uh, Jared. Last words. Never forget to bring your snacks when you go to a con. <laughs> Fair enough. My last words is this. Uh, happy 10 years to the Bobby Blackwell Show and Bobby Blackwell. 10 years of awesome podcasting. Keep up the good work, brother. And that is it. End of list. Uh, we will be here next week. Um, a little inebriated, possibly. Uh, you'll find out later in the show, so stay tuned for that. Um, we'll still be here throughout the week, I mean, throughout the Tuesdays. So that's basically it. Let me look at the uh, wrap-up sheet. Uh, That's it. End of list. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. It's Scarlet and Jared. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Night Night-night. I'm probably going to regret this. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Oh.
Yeah, you kind of brought that upon yourself. I always bring it upon myself, even when I don't ask to. Yeah. Yep. Jerry, you're not supposed to agree with them. No, you're supposed to agree with me. <sighs> Good night, everybody. Jamatane.